We found the computer outlet, sir. Plug in. You should be able to interpret the entire Imperial network. You are listening to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming organization. Stay tuned to global news from the front lines of the Empire as the men and women of Vader's Fist celebrate decades of promoting Star Wars, honing the art of costumes and props, and contributing to the community through charity and volunteer work. And here are your hosts. Take it away, troopers. Copy that. Welcome back to the 501st Cast, the official podcast of the 501st Legion, Vader's Fist. This is episode 106 for November 2017, and here are your hosts. Myself, Marcus, TK14057. This is Nikki, DZ8397. And I'm Joe, TI12743. Oh, I I think you misspoke there. What was your number? Uh, TI12743. Uh, Oh, you might be referring to the old uh, Joe, the SL12743, that guy. Well, th- there is a story behind that. It's, um, well, it, it's not much of a story, but it's a story. W- would you like me to indulge you a little bit? <laughs> sure. Okay. Please. Well, Sidious was sitting on his throne one day, and, and uh, not the porcelain one. Get your dark side out of the gutter now. <laughs> and uh, he was looking outside the viewport there, and he saw these TIE fighters fly by, and he realized that looks like a lot more fun than just sitting here all day. So he put on a flight suit, and to this day the Jolly Roger Squadron has no idea that their emperor is there flying amongst the stars with them. The end. That's the story. <laughs> Well, congratulations on your new costume. Why, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I like it. I do. Flight suits uh, suit me, I think. <laughs> is that your second improved costume? It is, and it's about time. It's only a couple of years after I joined. So, yeah, about two and a half, actually almost three years now since I've joined, about a little over two and a half. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, about time. That's really good. Speaking of costumes, the Fire First Legion is currently at 11,966 members with 22,283 approved costumes in the Legion. Our annual October census knocked us back down under 12,000 momentarily, but I'm sure we'll get back over that milestone, especially with help from folks like our newest member listed on the FireFirst.com website at the time of recording. His name is Kurt, SL53164, a new Darth Vader for the Southern California Garrison. In this episode, we participate in several charity walks, visit the demilitarized zone, make make a wish presentations, and of course, eagerly await the last Jedi. Stay tuned. Recent news. There's only three days left as of tonight, Monday, so the sale might be over. But by the time you hear this just in case. Head over to the link in our show notes and grab your exclusive Rancho Obi-Wan fundraiser t-shirt before they go off sale. It comes in both men's and women's cuts in a variety of colors and helps support the museum's upkeep. Earlier this month, November 9th to be exact, there was a groundbreaking announcement for the Star Wars universe. Ryan Johnson, the writer-director of The Last Jedi and the man who gave me a hug after he made me cry when I watched The Sizzle Reel for The Last Jedi in the theater at Skywalker Ranch. Just had to, you know, relive that whole experience. Sorry. Um, He has been gifted with the amazing opportunity to create an all-new Star Wars trilogy apart from the Skywalker saga. 
Ryan, with longtime collaborator Ram Bergman on board as producer, will create a brand new Star Wars trilogy, the first episode of which he is also set to write and direct. Kathleen Kennedy said of Ryan, he's a creative force, and watching him craft The Last Jedi from start to finish was one of the great joys of my career. Ryan will do amazing things with the blank canvas of this new trilogy. So that sounds so exciting. Of course, there's so much speculation about where this never-before-explored corner of the galaxy will be and what characters it might contain, but I'm just happy to wait and see. And also, another little nugget, they, Disney says they're releasing a new live-action TV show. That concept that has been on and off the table for years is now apparently back on the table. So we eagerly anticipate learning more about that in the months to come as well. So when you cried... Um, was it like a loud sobbing or just a quiet, <laughs> no. loud enough for him to hear it? <laughs> no, it was just the silent tears. But then when the lights came back up, it was kind of obvious. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you all got your tickets to see. Uh, it's it's merely by the time of this recording, it's, let's see, uh, 17 days away yep, until October 14th. October 14th. October 14th. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for this too. He's so excited I'm he excited. went back in time. <laughs> say October 14th. When did I say October 14th? Oh, maybe I already watched it. No, no, it's, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> That was so good, Marcus. I'm not even going to save that for the blooper reel at the end. I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. But yeah, but uh, <laughs> this is exciting. This is, uh, we have a movie this year, next year, the year after, until we're all old and gray. I'm, I'm excited. How about you guys? Oh, yes, of course. Um, I probably will catch it <laughs> as much as I want to go to the premiere. Uh, Darth Real Life won't let me, but uh, I, I do plan to see it on Sunday before, you know, the, the premiere weekend is up. So um, I do plan on seeing yep. it then. And it, uh, it's going to be a blast. Always a pleasure, as they say, for a new Star Wars film. I'm almost more anticipating, like, what are my kids going to like, is this going to be like it was for me, you know, when A New Hope came out, when this new trilogy debuts, are these going to be, you know, characters that they will carry through with, you know, the rest of their lives with them with this new trilogy? I don't know. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Just, just watching the reactions of uh, the younger generation. um Nowadays, I get a good chuckle, but it was embarrassing when I was a kid. I always like to say that Star Wars was the first film I ever saw in a theater because it was in 1977. I was four. And, uh, well, I didn't have quite the, the jolly reaction that most kids get when they um, see a Star Wars film. We were a little bit late. We, as soon as we sat down, I looked up and then, boom, there was an explosion. And Darth Vader came storming through the the the, the tent of four there. And um, my reaction wasn't uh, vocal or anything like that. I, uh, well, uh, let's just say there, there was a change in the smell where we were si sitting. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't, you know, the, the most pleasant experience offhand. Nowadays, I get a good chuckle. Uh, yeah, the, but seeing the, the pleasure that kids get out of watching a Star Wars film, it's just like when we're trooping, you know, they, they get all excited and uh, sort of like when we're trooping, the film kind of comes to them, right? I think that's the idea. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just seeing that in the theater, it's uh, it's always cool to see the kids light up when they when they watch a Star Wars film. Mm -hmm. We have a few new CRL entries since last episode. It's been a long time coming, but the flagship Eclipse now has a finalized CRL for the Imperial Knight. So now this costume is available for local GML approval. 
although we already announced the CRL for the Rebels version of Grand Admiral Thrawn, there was a little bit of a kerfuffle over the photos, but those have now been updated and the CRL is once again ready for GML local approval. Ponda Baba finally has a buddy who doesn't like you. The Dr. Cornelius Evazan CRL is now ready for GML approval. The costume is no detachment affiliation for now. The Darth Maul CRL has been given a makeover by our Sith Lord detachment. All GMLs should review the new changes the next time they go to approve a mall. And we couldn't have an update without a new entry from our clone trooper detachment. The new Bomb Squad clone trooper is now ready for GML approval. You can check out the links to all of these new uh, costumes in our show notes. Thanks again to Legion Membership Officer Eric, TK9674, for this update. On November 15th, the Star Wars show published an episode that featured some familiar faces. Hosts Andy and Anthony were joined by members of 501st Jolly Roger Squadron, who helped outfit them and the stars of Battlefront 2 in their very own Inferno Squad armor, so they could play Battlefront 2 in real life. Take a listen. Let's see that. All right. So we are now in our flight suits that are the basis of the Inferno Squad. Yes. So our friends from the 501st are here to help us get suited up. A lot of people came together for this. A Jolly Rogers group in the 501st Legion put something brand new together. This is what we came up with. Feels good, right? Nice and trim. If you're somebody who's going to make your armor and walk around the convention all day, Inferno Squad is definitely the way to go. This is very comfortable. The next piece that would go on would be called a balaclava, which is an open-faced head scarf. That's good luck. Yeah. So the piece they we just Time. I'm so psyched for this. You should be. Oh, this is great! Bring it on paper. Bring it on rubble. Let's have it. Are we intimidating? Extremely. What's also going to be great about the Inferno costume is there's going to be so many variations. When this piece is specific for Ivy. Yes. Now you look like such a leader. There can only be one. We do have one more surprise. No. <laughs> you Gina, you're having a moment. And I don't want to interrupt the moment, but we need you to get into commander mode. All right. All right. You ready? Let's do it. A huge thank you to the 501st for creating these amazing uniforms for us. Now let's go out to the real world and test the... Be sure to check out the link to that full episode in our show notes. Yeah, they, that looked amazing. When when they revealed the, the five costumes, really, really pretty. Yeah, I had to rewatch that uh, episode several times because... Um, we were making an Inferno Squad kit for my son. So we kept trying to watch it to see, you know, how do they do their their kits? Not that we had to worry too much about all the little nitty gritty details because he's Galactic Academy and they don't have, you know, um, regulations for their costumes. But still, we wanted to try to try to make it look good. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson, founder of the Fighting 501st Legion, and you're listening to the 501st cast. Vader's Fist! Our New England garrison was honored to be asked to take part in a wish reveal in collaboration with Make-A-Wish Vermont and Rutland High School on October 10th. Ryan Farrington is a student there, and thanks to Ma, he and his family are going to Disney World. And he got the news from Darth Vader himself, Eric SL9674. His classmates also prepared a lightsaber duel flash mob in the gymnasium as part of the celebration. Check out the link to the article about the presentation in our show notes, which also includes a video at the end. 
On October 27th, Imperial Sands Garrison was able to participate in a Make-A-Wish presentation to a special child as well. Eastridge Workforce Solutions is a San Diego company that sponsored a Make-A-Wish child to grant him his wish to go to Disney World and meet a stormtrooper. The company transformed its offices into multiple Star Wars lands and over 200 employees dressed up to match. There was Endor, Hoth, the Cantina, and the Death Star. The workers acted out scenes with him as he moved through each world, accomplishing missions and winning prizes, i.e. one mission was aboard the Death Star, and by battling Sith Lords, he won a lightsaber. At the end of the day, Legionnaire celebrated with him and his family when Darth Vader handed him the rebel plants to take with him to Disney World to give to the Stormtroopers. Over 15 ISG members made it out for a weekday troop to add to the, to the overall effect. We'll have a link to a photo gallery from this event in our show notes. Thanks to Jamie TI67076 for that report. As the weather starts to cool a little in the United States, many charities try to hold their outdoor charity walks while it's not too hot and not too cold. We had six reports come in for different walks and runs, five of them from the same weekend. On October 14th, Central California Garrison was invited to attend the Walk to Defeat ALS, which is a family-friendly charity walk to raise funds for the ALS Association. This nonprofit organization supports research endeavors to treat and cure the neuromuscular disease, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease, as well as provides community resources to those afflicted with what is a catastrophic disease. Central California Garrison provided photo ops with 19 different characters, plus hosted a guest from Golden Gate Garrison. They all spent time interacting with attendees to provide some added excitement to the day. Additionally, the Garrison sponsored a walking team themselves named Vader's Imperial Marchers that completed the walk in full armor and collected $2,755 in direct fundraising. We'll have a link to a photo gallery in our show notes. And thanks to Anthony TK12963 for that report. I think that's actually the first time we've heard from Central California Garrison in a while. So, yeah, definitely. Two thumbs up, Anthony. Yep. <laughs> Two members of Star Garrison's Central Texas squad spent the morning of October 14th at the Childhood Apraxia of Speech Association of North America's Casana Walk for Children with Apraxia, or Casana Walk for short. Although this charity has hosted walks all over the country for the past 10 years, this was the first one for San Antonio. So it was even more helpful to have some 501st support to help draw awareness to this new charity walk for the city. We'll have a link to a photo of the unusual trooping duo of a Tuscan Raider and Kylo Ren in our show notes. Five members of Star Garrison's Central Texas squad participated in Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night Walk in downtown San Antonio, on October 14th, and we'll have a link to a selfie of three of them in our show notes. Then on October 15th, six men- members of Central Texas Squad attended the Autism Speak San Antonio and Austin Walk at Morgan's Wonderland. The smiles as the troopers cheered and urged on these young men and women helped remind troopers why they were outside in costume on a hot Texas day. We'll have a link to a group photo from this walk in our show notes. And thanks to Paul DZ27949 for those last three reports. Empire City Garrison attended the 11th annual Alexander's Angels Buddy Walk on Long Island. The ECG has supported this event in the past, and this year it was held at Tanner Park on October 14th. George, TK11710, Dave, TD6513, and Chris, TB6744, 
Joe, TK91452, and Bill, TK20177. We're thankful that the rain held off during their troop, although it was still a bit muggy as it had rained earlier in the day. Legionnaires spent a couple of hours walking around the park, posing for photos with attendees, handing out cards and citations, and having a lot of fun. Both kids and adults were very excited to see our members. In fact, they had one little boy really take a liking to the troopers and follow them around the park for most of the troop. The walk is organized by Alexander's Angels, which is a fundraising group dedicated to furthering awareness of the contributions and needs of individuals with Down syndrome. ECG was proud to be a part of their event and would have stayed longer, but four of the troopers were also supporting library events later in the day. We'll have a link to a photo in our show notes. The morning of Sunday, October 22nd, Empire City Garrison attended the John Tyson Children's Foundation Freaky 5K Run on Long Island. Once again, the trooping duo of Chris, TV6744, and Ron, SL5928, were out there taking photos with guests and handing out cards and citations. The event kicked off with a kids' fun run around the parking lot, followed by the full 5K run. There were many kids and adults in costume, and they were thrilled to have the 501st there to cheer them on. This was a fundraiser for the John Tyson Children Foundation, which is a not-for-profit organization that aims to fulfill wishes of children battling illnesses and help needy families with medical expenses. Founded by John Tyson in 1992, the organization has collected over 550,000 new toys and donated them to sick and underprivileged children in over 185 hospitals and childcare facilities in the Long Island region. Thanks to Chris TB6744 for those last two reports. Empire City Garrison of the 501st Legion was invited to participate in the Huntington Library Star Wars Reads Day on Saturday, October 14th from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. It was a very busy day for the garrison, as we kind of mentioned earlier, with five local events planned on the same day. But ECG didn't disappoint any of the organizations, most members doing double duty to cover all their commitments. True dedication by all to the cause. At the last minute, they were able to put together a great showing of four TKs, a gunner, and a Jawa for this troop. The library coordinator was absolutely thrilled that we were able to make it. They were warmly welcomed with cookies and bottled water and provided with a nice conference room to change and keep their belongings in. The event was well promoted with posters all around the library. It was held in a small community room on the second floor, and all the guests, young and old, were pleasantly surprised to see visitors from the 501st. They had project tables set up for the children to create little TIE fighters from balloons and construction paper, and some of the wee ones even showed up in costume and were in awe of taking pictures with the real Star Wars guys. Thanks to Joe, TK91452, for that report. On October 15th, eight troopers from Costa Rica Garrison headed out to San Jose to support a fundraiser being hosted by the local music channel 80s and more. It was their 15th anniversary, and they were celebrating with a 15-hour-long marathon. As part of the marathon, they asked for assistance to the 501st Legion since we represent a good chunk of 80s pop culture. Costa Rica Garrison's PR officer was interviewed on the show and talked to the audience about the 501st and Rebel Legion chapters in Costa Rica and our charity work. As part of the event, they collected supplies to help the victims from Tropical Storm Nate, which recently hit Costa Rica pretty hard. Troopers also got a chance to escort and guard the only DeLorean in Costa Rica. Sadly, they couldn't find a power source of 1.21 gigawatts to power its flux capacitor and travel back in time to May 25th, 1977. But you can check out the photos in our show notes. And thanks to Grant Admiral Ed, AR5494, for that report. 
Lucy TK six eight two seven two lives in a remote part of Star Garrison's Central Texas Squats territory. The Rio Grande Valley offers its own unique challenges, but not for TK six eight two seven two. On October twenty sixth, Mission Regional Medical Center hosted a Halloween safety event. Not only was this TK six eight two seven two's first troop, but she also planned the five first participation at this event single handedly. Kudos to you, Lucy, for increasing awareness of the Fiber First Legion in your region and supporting the Med Center in their mission of promoting Halloween safety. We'll have a link to a photo of Lucy at this troop in our show notes. Thanks to Paul DZ27949 for that report. Back on February 6, 2016, the Portuguese outpost alongside Make-A-Wish Portugal visited a strong Padawan that has been battling cancer since his first year of life. We talked about this visit back on episode 93 of the 501st cast. Now, about a year and a half later, the Portuguese outpost decided to make a follow-up visit to his home to surprise him since he can rarely leave his house. In the end, they were the ones surprised. Eduardo was waiting for the troopers, already all dressed up in his TFA stormtrooper outfit when they arrived. He was extremely happy to see the troopers one more time. He continues to fight and has been fighting for eight years now in this battle against leukemia, and his strong will has been an example for everyone. He will soon move on to another stage of his treatment. Still too young to clearly understand what leukemia is, but his real desire is to have the troopers visiting him again in the very near future. To keep his days as cheerful as they can be, the troopers offered him a Star Wars Lego set to work on. Thanks to TK11967, IG30591 and DZ47976 for making this visit to Eduardo. We'll have a link to a photo in our show notes. And thanks to Pedro, TI12479, for that report. Empire City Garrison attended the Duck Pluck Halloween party held by the RVC Lions Club at Molloy College in Rockville Center, New York. The event was on Saturday, October 28th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. The trooping duo of Chris TK6744, Ron SL5928, were inundated by kids in costume wanting to pose for photos. Plus, they handed out a ton of trading cards as well. They had a great time at the event, and although it was outdoors, the weather was pleasantly clear and cool. There were many kids in costume participating in the activities and bouncy houses, and the event hosts were thrilled to have the 501st appear. The RVC Lions Club, the largest service organization, 501c3 in the world, and holds this annual fundraiser to raise money for those in need in the community. We'll have a link to a photo they took with Mini Kylo in our show notes. Thanks to Chris, TK6744, for that report. I was sort of disappointed they didn't explain what this duck pluck part meant. I was very concerned about that. I was kind of somewhat morbidly curious myself. I hope it's uh, not too much plucking, I'm sure. I hope not. Huh. I'll, I'll Google it while you guys are talking about something else. Okay, please do keep uh, us informed. Okay. <laughs> Zaguate is the Costa Rican slang word for stray dog or mixed breed dog. It dates back to words from the Indian tribe's vocabulary, which are still be used today in Costa Rican culture. Territorio de Zaguates, Land of the Strays, is a non-profit organization who rescues strays, stray dogs from the streets, neuters them, and puts them up for adoption. They currently foster about 800 dogs in a form, farm. Due to the large amount of dogs they foster, they spend a lot of money in dog food and medical supplies. Costa Rica garrison troop with their local Saber Goat Temple in order to raise money 
and pipes food supplies to help the charity. Thanks to Grand Admiral Ed AR5494 for that report. It's always a pleasure to hear about Saber Guild. Uh, they're in Costa Rica now, too. I was uh, their first PR officer back in the day when they got their beginnings right here in Southern California and uh, not really active with them anymore. I, I do one of the show t- soundtracks for one of their local temples out here, but that's it. And, uh, well, they're in Costa Rica now even. That's great. And uh, always great work going on, you know, when the clubs get together, especially in other countries. I'm glad to hear it. On October 28th. Korean outpost visited the DMZ, demilitarized zone, the line dividing South and North Korea. They were given a tour of the JSA, Joint Security Area, North Korean Infiltration Tunnel, Mount Dora, and then appeared at a barbecue party hosted for soldiers of United Nations Command Security Battalion. It was a truly meaningful event, and outpost members took time to think about their divided nation and the security of it. They want to give special thanks to TD-15720 and the German Embassy for making this historic trooping opportunity come true. We'll have a link to their Facebook photo album in our show notes. That is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Stormtroopers at the demilitarized zone. I like it. Do you think they were dressed up? Oh, I don't know. I Um, hope they were. (laughs) I don't think for their tour, um, but they were... They were there to troop for the barbecue, so they okay. were they were suited up near the demilitarized zone, at least. Okay, so this duck pluck thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's get back to that. I'm confused. <laughs> I think just based on images, when I typed in duck plug, is you have those little ducks that you just you know kind of pluck from the wherever they're floating. Oh, from like the water, like a yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I hope. I hope that's all it is. I think I understand. Yeah, hopefully that's all. <laughs> Empire City Garrison. Boy, I'm getting a lot of New York tonight, aren't I? They appeared at the Belmore Memorial Library for a Star Wars themed event on Sunday, November 12th, 2017, from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. George TK 11710, Chris TB 6744, and Joe TK 91452 were joined by Jedi Len from the Rebel Legion. The event was open to all ages and featured bowling, crafts, and prizes. There was a small group of very enthusiastic kids, and many were in costume, and they had fun participating in the various activities. The library staff were also dressed up as various Star Wars characters, which added to the excitement. Troopers also took a brief stroll outside the library and in the children's room. They had a great time taking photos, giving out cards, and interacting with the attendees. We'll have a link to a photo they took outside with a mysterious blue box in our show notes. Thanks to Chris, TB6744, for that report. Empire City Garrison once again braved the cold and attended the Special Olympics Polar Plunge on Long Island on the morning of Saturday, November 18th. Chris TV6744 was a Trooper of One, his new trademark nickname, similar to his counterparts, the Lone Vader. Basically, he trooped solo at this event, which helped sponsor other Special Olympic events throughout the year. The event hosts were very pleased with all ECG has done for them over the years. The weather was overcast and cold, hovering around the mid-30s, and the event started off slow. But by 10 a.m., it had really filled up, and there was a nice turnout of attendees for him to visit with. Thanks to Chris, TB6744, Trooper of One, for that report. On November 18th and 19th, the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York, hosted a mini sci-fi kids convention. While there were some folks dressed up from Doctor Who and other franchises, Star Wars definitely dominated. 
combined, the 501st Rebel Legion Galactic Academy R2 Builders Club, and I think we also had two Mando Mercs, had over 70 volunteers appear, which might not sound like a lot to larger units, but we only have less than 50 active members for the whole state. So this was a big deal for us. Being the biggest event of the year for Garrison Excelsior, we usually pull out all the stops for this one, thanks to our neighbors to the north, Canadian Garrison. They graciously trucked down for this event their nearly life-size Java prop and, and dais, their speeder bike and Endor bunker set, and their Emperor's throne, complete with several celebrity autographs. Plus, they supplied nearly half the characters that were there that weekend. Not only do our members get to visit with thousands of kids over the course of the two days, but we set up group dinners each night so that troopers get plenty of chances to socialize post-troop. It is definitely Excelsior's not-to-be-missed Troop of the Year, and folks are already looking forward to November 17th and 18th, 2018, when we can do it all again. It's just like a family reunion, but we're all the geeky aunts and uncles instead of being the outcasts. (laughs) On November 18th, Imperial Sands Garrison was invited to the San Diego Gulls, the minor league hockey team for the Anaheim Ducks, Star Wars Night. Nearly 20 troopers from ISG, the local Mandalorian Mercs clan, Rebel Legion base, and R2 Builders group were there to meet fans, pose for photos, walk the concourse, be part of the ceremonial puck drop, ride shotgun on the Zamboni, help judge a fan costume contest, and even launch t-shirts into the crowd. It was an excellent multi-club event. We'll have a link to photos in our show notes. And thanks to Jamie, TI67076, for that report. The Troop Turkey Drive started 18 years ago as an idea to feed 10 local families in Simi Valley, California. Fast forward to last year, when this event had become so big that they fed 3,000 families, or approximately 30,000 people, throughout Ventura County. All of the families who are in need of Thanksgiving meals are registered through the local food banks. A $25 donation feeds a family of 10. Food includes a 15-pound turkey, 5-pound bag of potatoes, green beans, mushroom soup, and stuffing. For the past few years, event organizers had, have been feeding the naval base at Thanksgiving time. They had so much money come in last year after Thanksgiving that they were able to buy them hams for Christmas, <clears throat> for Christmas as well. Many of the families come and pick up their food in person, and many of them bring their children too. So our three troopers from Southern California Garrison's LA squad definitely brightened up the day last Monday morning when they surprised families with extra special treat as part of their their Thanksgiving preparations. We'll have a link to a photo of our troopers in front of the donation truck in our show notes. Thanks to Michael TK21884 for that report. Empire City Garrison attended the Gift of Thanksgiving event at the Intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum in New York City on November 21st from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. David, SL34288, Chris, TB6744, and Joe, TK91452, were honored to troop this annual event for homeless families who are treated to a Thanksgiving dinner, a science-themed show, motion ride, fun activities, and, of course, some Star Wars. Legionnaires had to fight through some major traffic that evening to get there, but it was worth it. The kids were very enthusiastic, and the troopers had a great time. We'll have a link to a group photo in our show notes, and thanks to Chris, TB6744, for that report. 
On Saturday, November 25th, Empire City Garrison once again appeared at the Cradle of Aviation Museum for the Long Island Festival of Trees event, which features vendors and exhibits, all to help raise money for the United Cerebral Palsy Association of Nassau County. Eleven members of ECG was joined by members of eleven members of Rebel Legion's Echo Base and some volunteers from Saber Guild's Endor Temple. Our portion of the event, dubbed the Empire Strikes the Cradle, was to help raise awareness for this nonprofit museum and to run a Blaster Trooper event for the United Cerebral Palsy Association of Nassau County. They raised $275 and were able to present it directly to the association right at the event. ECG has appeared at the museum over a dozen times over the years, and each time their visit is a huge success. There was a steady stream of guests throughout the day in the thousands, and wherever they went, a line would instantly form for photos. It was a bit exhausting, especially for those participating and running Blaster Trooper, but it was worth it. The museum was incredibly appreciative for the Legion's support and hopes to continue to have us back in the future. Legionnaires all had a great time taking photos with guests, handing out cards, and checking out the exhibits at the museum. The museum also had trees for sale for the UCPA decorated in different themes, including a Star Wars theme. At the end of the day, there was even an onstage panel to answer questions about the 501st Legion's Empire City Garrison, the Rebel Legion's Echo Base, and Saber Guild. There was a large crowd, and they asked some great questions. ECG plans to return to the Cradle of Aviation in March 2018 for the Cradle's Chocolate Expo and in June 2018 for their Cradle Con. Thanks to Chris, TK slash TI6744, for that report. Upcoming events. Our honorary leader, the original Sith Lord himself, Dave Prowse, will be making his final public signing appearance on December 16th, 2017, when he headlines Dave Prowse Empire Day at the Felton Assembly Hall in England, UK. If you are in the area, be sure to stop in and see him one last time. Joining him at the show will be Colin Skeeping, best known as the stunt double for Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker, but he has also appeared in the movies as various other characters too. Malcolm Weaver, an Imperial officer. Chris Munke, Imperial officer, Captain Kirgi. Anthony Smee, the Imperial officer commanding the Endor Bunker. Bill Wesley, assistant director on Empire Strikes Back. Joe Gibson, a Gamorrean guard. And Mike Stevens, the rebel soldier, Colonel Aaron Kraken, seen on the Millennium Falcon with Lando in Return of the Jedi. Head to facebook.com slash Dave Prowse Empire Day for more details on the event. And of course, the biggest event coming up for December, as we talked about a little bit earlier, is the premiere of Episode 8, The Last Jedi. 501st Legion members will be out at movie theaters all over the world on various dates that week as the movie gets released on a slightly different schedule, depending on the country. For the U.S., though, there will likely be a midnight release late on Thursday, December 14th, preceding the actual release date of December 15th. So I know Marcus and, and Joe talked a little bit earlier about their plans. I'm trooping with my garrison um, Thursday through Sunday, and usually the theater lets us um, watch the movie every day that we troop, so I'm hoping to get a chance to see it at least four times that weekend. Um, We'll see how it goes. Usually I also let the kids have, uh, my kids have a holiday so they can um, troop and watch the movie with us Mm -hmm. so that they always look forward to that every year. It's like a little early Christmas holiday. (laughs) 
same here. I'll take my yeah. We also troop a local <clears throat> cinema Thursday to, through Sunday, and um, I'm taking my son on Thursday, my 11 year old son on Thursday, to watch it. So that'll be good. Yep, definitely looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. We have our we have our little porgs that that we're gonna bring with us. <laughs> That's funny. Are they uh, <laughs> do they make do they make sound? No, so far we just have their um, I don't know six or seven inch plush mm-hmm. um, that don't make the sound. My daughter does have the one that makes the noise on her Christmas wish list, and she has practiced like how it sounds and she can totally mimic it as it plays a sound. So it's kind of like, why do I even need to buy the toy? You can already make the sound. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, we had, we, we've gone like the whole nine yards. We have matching Porg t-shirts. We set up a Facebook page for our Porgs. Yeah. We're, we've, we've totally bought the, the Porg hype. <laughs> For more upcoming events, be sure to check out our friends at Roku Depot. They publish a data burst from the 501st, which contains upcoming events from as many of our Legion units as they can gather data from. That's Roku Depot, R-O-Q-O-O-D-E-P-O-T dot com. Member Shoutout. This episode, we'd like to give a shout-out to Stephanie Woodruff, TI-71726, from Star Garrison's North Texas Squad. She is our Trooper of the Month for October 2017. Here's the nomination that was sent in by her garrison mate. During our Halloween nights at the Dallas Zoo Troop on Sunday, October 29th, 2017, we heard people screaming and cries for help. There was a small child choking nearby. Stephanie Woodruff, in her TIE pilot costume, sprang into action and immediately ran to assist, pulling off her helmet and handing it to a spectator and throwing her gloves on the ground with no regards to her costume. When she got to the child, no one surrounding him knew how to perform the Heimlich maneuver. She quickly performed it and was able to remove the airway obstruction, saving the child's life. I believe that without her quick actions, the situation would not have been resolved so happily. The paramedic on staff at the zoo was in the parking lot taking care of a child who fell and would not have made it back in time. Stephanie was a true hero that night. Luckily, a handler was able to retrieve her costuming pieces, so no damage was done to them in the process. That's incredible. Amazing story. Yeah, when I was looking for a a shout-out, like sometimes we do Trooper of the Month, sometimes I just pull another story that I hear about. And I hadn't even read any of the nominations for October. And when I saw this one and I saw that she had won, I was like, oh, my gosh, because I hadn't even heard this story yet. But, yeah, she was definitely in the right place at the right time. And and this is probably a good PSA that more people need to learn the Heimlich Maneuver. <laughs> Absolutely. As always, our official home on the web is 501st.com slash podcast, where you can post your feedback and comments and listen to previous episodes of the show. The 501st cast is an easy way to catch up on a few weeks of Legion news while driving, at the office, or working out. But if you're looking for up-to-the-minute news, you'll need to get it from our social media feeds like Facebook and Twitter. Just look us up on Facebook as The 501st Legion, or go to facebook.com slash The 501st Legion. You can also follow us on Twitter as at 501st Legion, or go to Twitter 
twitter.com slash 501st Legion. Join in the discussion as thousands of fellow fans share their passion for drooping, Star Wars, and charity. And don't forget, you can listen to this podcast on our website, on iTunes, Stitcher, and the Star Wars Podcasts Android app. The 501st Legion is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. While it is not sponsored by Lucasfilm Limited, it is Lucasfilm's preferred Imperial costuming group. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated items are the intellectual property of Lucasfilm. Copyright and trademark Lucasfilm Limited. All rights reserved. That's it, troopers. Join us next time on the 501st cast. And then, uh, is this one you, Nikki? It is. But yes. she's gone. Oh, there she no, is. No, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> blooper. <laughs> well, that was the only blooper I have this time. Hey, I think we did pretty good, guys. Guys? Oh, yeah. This is after. <laughs> I'm all by myself in here. Oh, well. Blooper. <laughs>